Hey, you've landed on episode three of the Life Encouraged podcast. Let's go. Welcome to the Life Encouraged podcast, where we talk to real people who've overcome real life failures and adversities. Their stories will motivate, inspire, and encourage you. And now, your host, Dave Avery. This episode of the Life Encouraged podcast is titled, Walk Away from Good, Walk On to Better. Join us now for a conversation with Mark Kieha. Mark is finishing his freshman year at the University of South Florida, where he was a point guard for the USF Bulls basketball team. Listen as his story will inspire you to not give up on your dreams. Welcome to the show, everyone, and I want to personally welcome Mark Kieha to the show. Mark, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for letting me come on the show. So, um... Your story is, I think, encouraging for a lot of people of all ages, but particularly for students, college students, high school students. And as we hear what you have to say today about how you progressed you know, through high school basketball and to a place where you actually now play for Division One school, I think it's a great story. So let's go back to like between your junior, senior year or senior year of high school and just walk us through what's happened. Um, I'm a three-year starter at Hudson High School. I was all-county sophomore and junior year. Going into my senior year, I ended up being all-county and all-state. The story about what we're going to talk about today really starts like midway through the season. We got around Christmas time with our Christmas tournament. So we end up going to the Christmas tournament. I have college coaches there. They're they're interested. We end end up winning the tournament. And when we come back, I uh, I have a few college coaches talking to me, and they're pretty much they're all very interested, and they're trying to get me to come to the school on visits. What, and, what schools were? Um, the main one was Florida Tech University, which is out in uh, Melbourne, and then Southeastern University, which is in Lakeland, and then uh, Florida Southern too. But they were they were on the edge, but they, I think they're just piquing the interest because of Florida Tech, since they're in the same uh, conference with each okay. other. So, but uh, so we get back and uh, I'm talking to my coaches, they're they're encouraging, they're saying, "Yep, yeah, just keep, finish the season. Pretty much, you probably have a good chance of getting offered from two out of the three, stuff like that." And uh, where the story is funny is uh, one of our assistant coaches, he just joined our uh, coaching staff my senior year, and he's uh, actually a, a alumni at USF. And ending the season, he like, we ended the season, we had a, like a rough ending to our season. He, uh, he sits down with me, he's just kind of like, Mark, have you ever thought about like walking on at USF? And that was the first time I ever thought about any of that. And I was kind of like, I didn't blow him off, but I kind of, you know, okay, yeah, maybe. So ending ending the season, you know, kind of didn't know really what I wanted to do, and I ended up going on a visit to Florida Tech, and my AU coach he uh, he told me he's like, you probably get the offer when you go on the on the visit stuff like that, and so I'm getting excited. Me, my mom, my dad, we end up going down to Melbourne, Florida, and we see the campus, see a game, I see the locker room, meet the coaches, players, and it's a good time, but uh, it ended real fast because they didn't offer me. So end up coming back. I stay in contact with the coach. He's still interested because what he really was, he's waiting for like a transfer. That's a lot of D2s do. So I end up graduating around that time, and I'm kind of thinking about USF more, but it's not really like a real option. It's kind of like in my head, like, okay, maybe I should do this. So I applied to the school, University of South Florida, Florida Tech, uh, Florida Southern, and um, the first week of summer, I'm playing pickup basketball, and uh, just a regular day, I think it was like a Wednesday, <laughs> It's like seven o'clock at night. I plan. It's I'm tired. I'm about to leave. Probably like in the next twenty minutes. 
a guy's on a fast break and I'm trailing him and I jump up, no one touches me, I just land wrong and I hear like a little like a little snap in my leg and I'm like, I broke my leg. I was just thinking, I was laying on the floor like, oh no. Everyone's coming around me like, no, no, you're fine, you're fine, here's some ice. I'm sitting on the sideline for a little bit and uh, it's nine o'clock at night so like I'm not thinking like too much, I'm tired, I just want to go home. So I end up driving home, like struggling driving home. The next morning I wake up and I'm like, it's all black and blue. And I'm like, Dad, I hurt my leg last night. And he, he immediately knew. He, he's like, Mark, I think you broke your leg. We got to go check it out. So, but I was in denial. To be honest, I was like, I can't break my leg. Like, this is the worst timing. Before summer, before I go to college, is this is where I need to decide what I got to do with my life. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we go to the, we go get the x-ray and we're sitting in the waiting room. It's about like 20 minutes, longest 20 minutes of my life. <laughs> and the lady comes out. She's like, yeah, you broke your leg. Uh, I broke my uh, my fibula, and I tore actually ligaments on my other side, and we'll get into that in a second. So when I found that out, I just I started crying there. It was just it was devastating. So the week goes on. They they schedule surgery for me, and uh, they're like, well, we're gonna have surgery now, or you have an option not to get surgery. And but the thing is, the the risk for re-injury is like 70% higher than if you get the surgery. Like it's Dramatic. He's like, you probably re-injure the. It's the ligaments is what I had surgery for, not the leg, because the leg's gonna heal. But they also put in a plate when they got the surgery, so I ended up getting the surgery, and pretty much I couldn't play basketball for two the, months. The summer. The summer, yeah. And and another thing, weren't you supposed to go to China too to teach some kids, do a basketball camp in China? Which you, I mean, have you ever been to China? I've never been to China. <laughs> yeah. So great opportunity. Yeah. Basketball is huge in China. You've been asked to come over and teach these kids and lead a camp and mm-hmm. you miss out on that was a couple of weeks before right yeah so we were supposed to leave to china i think the last week of june so i broke my leg like the first week of june because that's when summer starts and my dad yeah he he's the one that wanted me to go a lot he's a big factor in my life too and i i was excited he was excited and uh i couldn't go because what am i gonna do i'm gonna be dead weight down there <laughs> but he ended up going had a good time he came back and we're trying to set up in the future for me to go back right. hopefully good all right so you're crying yeah <laughs> you're devastated like you know here's your future up in smoke almost yeah what, what are you thinking at this point like i'm down i'm, I'm in my house playing video games <laughs> just first nba yeah playing 2k <laughs> that's that's what i was playing a little bit of call of duty but uh now i'm sitting in my house for the first two weeks and i'm just i don't want to think about basketball because i'm scared i really was i was scared to be honest and like when tying to my faith and stuff, like honestly, I didn't. I I mean, I, my dad was really getting people to pray for me and stuff like that. And he was really like, "Mark, you're gonna be good." And I, in my head, though, I'm just like, "Am I?" <laughs> it's a it's a thought in your head. And like, once the two weeks ended, like where I was on like the painkillers and I can actually go on crutches now and stuff like that, uh, I was like, I can't just sit around all day. I can't. So uh, I got in contact with my old high school coach, a few other people, and that's when it got like almost worse because. Everything, everybody kept asking me, he's like, are you sure you still want to do this? And that's when I was like, yes, I want to go to USF and walk on. And I was like, this is my dream. And so I've been working for my pretty much all high school and start beginning of middle school, put in playing basketball every day. Or, you know, when we went to church camp and I left early to go to a tournament, stuff like that. And I was like, I, I can't let people down in my life. And that's where uh, I started looking, looking into like videos and stuff, like people that are injuries. And I, I found this guy, Inky Johnson, he... He had a pretty traumatic experience too, and he's a Christian, and that's where I think I connected more with him, and that's where I kind of like started thinking like I need to get into 
back into like my faith with my like with God more pretty much. Mm-hmm. So and you start then, reevaluating what's yeah what's important. Reevaluating is a good word. Yeah. I was kind of refocused me too to be honest because it was like I wasn't when I first came back. So like as as we progressed through the summer, I'm going through physical therapy and I'm trying to play more and more. I can't jump. I cannot. It's it's bad. I'm thinking I'm not gonna have a chance. But then I'm praying every day stuff like that. And I have my my parents are helping me out, making sure I'm getting places, stuff I need to do. And my coach, my high school coach, is a big is a big factor too, because he he asked me on the phone that day when I was. He's like, "Are you sure?" He's like, "Because if you're gonna say yes, like we're gonna do this, like I want to know 100 percent, because he doesn't want me to like bail out last second stuff like that." And I was like, "Yes, I do." So I made a commitment to him, and he he did everything in his power to. He tweeted at them, messaged them, emailed them, trying to get their info and like. It's funny because they actually got mad, <laughs> and they kind of they did. Is it's a little interesting, a little chippy, but uh, he tweeted to USF. Tweeted at USF on Twitter. So let me ask you: at this point, was your only focus to walk on at USF, or were you still considering some of these other schools? Or at this moment, I was Florida Tech. Anything, anything that was that was gone. I mean, they didn't offer me when I was healthy. And like they were, I mean, they he was still talking to me, and I didn't tell him I broke my leg. So I was like, I was like keeping it like trying to keep it low key. Like you're turning the TV down so they can't hear. NBA, yeah. NBA 2K <laughs> in the background. <laughs> Literally, yeah. And uh, he he still want he wanted me to come on another visit actually like unofficial, so I'd have to pay for it to go. Cause he I think he wanted me to cause D2s they don't have uh full scholarships always, so they're probably offering me partial. I was thinking too, but uh, I was kind of like there's probably not likely. So I kind of like told the coach. He talked to me. He's like, "Yeah, we're we had a couple of transfers come in, stuff like that." So, but yeah, USF was my main option. Now this is my my only hope. <laughs> All right, so University of South Florida, thirty something thousand uh, students. Not a lot of them commute. There's a couple of different campuses, but it's still a Division One school. It's a big university in Tampa, Florida, and they have 15 roster spots on the team, and they offer two walk-on spots. Is that correct? And I'm sure there are a lot of ballers, or they think they're ballers, right, yeah. at USF, uh-huh. who think they can walk on. So tell us what that looked like that day. So uh, I come, I come to the tryout. I had to fill up a little bit of paperwork, like prior to the tryout. And I, I mean, I get to the, I get to there a little bit early. There's already like 25 guys there. I'm like, okay, okay, maybe this is it. They're a couple six seven, six five. I'm walking in, one of the only white guys. And I'm looking around. They're all wearing their high school or their past college because some of them were Division two players, JUCO players, NAIA. So I'm like, okay, so like this is for real. Like I got to go in and get everything I got. So like as it gets closer to the, the time, they got like 75, close to 100 people there. And I'm like, okay, so this is <laughs> – I'm like, I got – this is it. <laughs> this is it pretty much. I got to go. And uh, we get in the tryout, just basic stuff, drills, pick up, playing with each other. I played really well. I did play really well. And the trial ends, and it's kind of like they didn't contact anyone for, like, two weeks. Well, they didn't contact me for, like, two weeks. And uh, I'm kind of sitting around like, oh, crap, <laughs> I didn't make it. But uh, I get the phone call. I'm driving down the road with my roommate, actually. And uh, Coach Dixon calls me in a real deep voice. He's on the phone. He's like, hey, Mark, uh, you still interested in uh, playing at USF? And I was like, yes, sir. And he uh, he's like, tell me all the information. So the next day, I got to go get another physical done and, like, get my blood done, all that stuff. Then I can start practice the following week because it was a Thursday. And that's when it all started pretty much. 
Now, did they know about your broken ankle over the summer? They they knew about my broken leg, and they knew about the surgery. My broken leg, sorry. Yeah, yeah. broken my leg. It's I mean, it's yeah. practically my ankle. It's so close. Yeah, that bone. But uh, um, the coaches, I don't think knew. But I know in my physical report with like the athletic trainer, I had to fill out. It was in the information. So like to this day, I really don't know if they knew. I mean, they I I know they know them now because they can see the scar on my leg because it's about a foot long up my leg, and. Uh, but you're 100%. I'm 100% now, yeah. Yeah. And I'm getting better, going stronger That's every great. day. So. so here you are. You're a true freshman. You know, you're a smart guy. You're electrical engineering student, so it's not like, not for nothing. I don't, I'm not ragging on anybody, but <laughs> you're not a physical therapy or anything like that, <laughs> yeah. like sports medicine. Yeah. You're, I'm, you're electrical engineer. Yeah, I'm, you're a smart dude. So, you know, I'm sure you had academic scholarships and, and things like that as well. But you're a true freshman on campus, and we all know what happens on college campuses. How did that look for you? I mean, how did you you walk through that? I mean, because yeah. now you're on the basketball team. Yeah. So everybody knows Mark. Yeah. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. So, like, right when I made the team, everyone, they're like – mostly the, a lot of the players, too, they wanted to, like, go out and celebrate. I mean, we did go out and celebrate, but, like, we weren't, like, doing dumb stuff. But uh, it's like the season progressed, and we're doing better, and, like, Basketball's become more popular at USF, and it's a big school. Like a lot of people are walking around, see you everywhere. I mean, I eat in the dining hall with 500 people every day, so that I walk in, they'll see me, they'll see my teammates, stuff like that. So it's really hard to be humble. Sometimes it is. It's it's just hard. And uh, like I'll we'll end a game, and I'll I'll drive back to my dorm. It's 11 o'clock, and people will be walking back from the from the stadium because it's on campus. They'll be like, "Oh, it's Mark. Like, hey, what's up? Like, all this stuff." And it's like gotta kind of take a step back and like realize like what got me here. Why am I here? That yeah. kind of thing. Tell the listeners what you shared with me, the story that, that really kind of brought you to a place of humility. So uh, we're ending the season. It's about Congrats, two- by the way. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. First first ever CBI championship. Mm-hmm. Um, first championship in like 40 years or yeah. something for USF. Great job. And we had the biggest turnaround in NCAA history with record. Yeah. So so great job. And you're, you're a young team. Yeah, we're very young. You've got some some solid, mm-hmm. you know, freshman, sophomore players. It's going to be exciting to watch. But let's get back to it. Oh, yeah. So uh, I'm sitting in the hotel room. and We're in Chicago because that's where the tournament is. And it's, it's the night before the championship game. So it's a Thursday because we played on Friday. And one of our GAs is like talking to us. Like we're just, it's it's probably like eleven o'clock. We're all just talking in in the room and just we're talking about like when I walked on stuff like that. Like me and a couple other players. And she's like, Mark, like I don't think you really understand like what happened. And I was like, I mean, like what do you mean? She's like, she's kind of getting into detail with me, like what actually happened in that process. So earlier when I said it was like a two week period of them not like talking to me. So I guess like so they only have two spots, right? Well. I guess they offered the spot to another person, and I guess for other reasons he couldn't couldn't play for the team because like he had other issues and stuff like that. But then the coaching staff like had like five guys they picked out, and I was one of the five, and they couldn't decide like between the five between them between the four or five head coaches, the four or five coaches. So they started they made a vote with like the lower people and the staff, and she's she's rel- relatively close to the bottom, and she's like. She's like, so we had a vote and came down to the vote and you won by like two votes over like the, like another guy. And he's like, I, and I was one of the votes that voted for you. And I was like, oh my goodness. Like, she's like, yeah, I just wanted to say that. Like, I just think it's really cool. That, like where we're here now and like, we really appreciate you and stuff like that. And I was like, thank you. And it kind of humbled me a lot because I did not know that the whole season. I'm going around, oh yeah, I made the basketball team with ease. Like, you know, you don't see that type of stuff. How do you match up against some of these guys? I mean, 
like you said, they're six, some of them are six, 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 seven. Um, you know, skill wise, and, and you know, how do you match up with these guys? It's uh, it's funny because I relate a lot of like what I have now to high school. So like in high school, every time I step on the floor, I'm usually the best or second best player on the floor, and I'm thinking, okay, I can I can usually take most players on the floor. I'm it's pretty it's not easy, but it's I don't have to give everything I have most of the time. But like now, it's I step on the floor and it's like I'm the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> I gotta give everything I got just to stay stay with them. Like we go to the weight room, I'm one of the weakest. We go on the court, I'm one of the slowest. Don't jump as high. Skill skills about medium in between the roster. But uh, what mostly keeps me into it is I I give everything I have every day because I have to. There's that's what my job is. I gotta give everything I do every day. You take it. For, you don't take it for granted. I don't. I don't take at. it for granted. I'll tell you this, the thing that impressed me the most with you is your attitude. And one of the reasons that I'll be honest, I wanted to have you on uh, the Life Encourage podcast is because your attitude is always so positive. Mm-hmm. When I, I would go to a game and you know, you're not getting in. Oh yeah. Like you legit know, <laughs> yeah, know you're not getting in. It's a close game or whatever. They're playing Houston. Who's ranked mm-hmm. in the nation. Yep. You're not, you're not playing in that game, but I never saw you get down. You're always up on the, uh, up cheering on the sidelines, high-fiving your teammates as they're rotating the six and seven guys rotate in and out and the starters. I mean, you never you never quit on on the game. You never took it for granted. I, I think you never took the your opportunity for granted. So I commend you for that because you always encourage your teammates. And with that kind of attitude, if I'm a coach, I, I don't want to lose a guy, walk on or not, who is such a positive influence in a locker room, in mm-hmm. practice, because you guys have your own practice squad, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Well – we do have like a so we have our 15 players so pretty much in our actual rotation we only have 10 that play in real games so five of us at the bottom two are walk-ons me myself and the other walk-ons Ron and so like three other players that are on scholarship myself and Ron we play as a scout team so we'll we'll come in early every day learn the other team's offense every day we learn a new team's offense and we pretty much play a 20 minute scrimmage against the top 10 and they sub and we don't and some days we win most days we don't but it makes them better every day and it makes us better to be honest and uh that's pretty much our that's our like job every day and of course if somebody gets hurt or foul trouble we can get in the game in the rotation too so so you've improved as a player you've improved you know all, all the way around i'm mm-hmm. sure playing against you know these great players who've you know our scholarship players and you have a great attitude. So what does that look like now that you guys won the championship? Huge turnaround. And your coach, do you have anything to say to you? Are, are you going to be back next year? What? Yeah, I'm on the team. I don't have to try it or anything. He, uh, so we have exit interviews pretty much. So I had mine later earlier this week. And he pretty much sat me down. We Is talked that with lo- Coach Gregory with, or one of the with, other? With Brian the actual Gregory. head coach? Yeah, with Brian Gregory. Okay. We sat down talked a little bit he pretty much said uh like you said i have such a positive attitude he he really wanted to emphasize like your role's a lot more important than you think and i i mean i I think i have an important role but he's like even if you do have a important role it's it's bigger than you think more than you know because he's like you work hard every day and you bring your best every day that if you're getting better every day that means the guy that's better than you is getting better so i should be a coach man because you did not tell me that did you no no (laughs) and i'm just telling you if if i were a coach that's what i want on my team that's Mm -hmm. what that's a bench guy that i want because it's such an integral part of keeping the 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 positivity on the team keeping those guys up even Mm -hmm. when things get down you're encouraging them you're like come on guys we got this yeah and like in the interview he just talked about like what i need to improve on 
and we t- we did talk about the like the future of my career and stuff like that, but we didn't go too in depth. Mostly just for my sophomore season and what he expects from me. Similar similar role I have now, but he's like clearly you have summer to improve. You know, I don't have a broken leg this time, so see what happens. <laughs> That's awesome, man! Congratulations on a great year, freshman. You know, you stayed you stayed humble. You didn't get caught up in the party atmosphere. Mm-hmm. You know, you you made good choices, man. Continue on with that. And uh, I'm proud of you. You know, again, <laughs> I watch you. you grow up, and uh, to to hear, you know, just your experience is encouraging. It really mm-hmm. is, where you basically had other opportunities, but you had your eyes set on something bigger. And despite the challenges, yeah, <laughs> of a broken leg, yeah, in the middle of summer, um, you know, you walked on. You were successful. Yeah. Any any final words for say uh, of encouragement for say somebody coming out of high school? Or somebody who's you know in college and and really battling because really whether you're you know a D1 athlete or you're just a you know a, a student you know mm-hmm. ac- going for academics you need to keep your head on straight. So you yeah. have any words of encouragement for listeners who might be going through that now? Yeah, my words of encouragement would probably be no matter what happens, God's gonna have a plan for you. At the end of the day, like the Bible verse I shared with you at the beginning, Jeremiah uh, 29:11. He taught in the Bible verse he talks about. Like, he's like, I have a plan for you. My plan is for you to prosper, not to harm you. And that that verse sticks with me every day because everything that happens, bad, good, maybe anything, is, there's a purpose for it. Like me breaking my leg, I probably wouldn't be at USF. That's what I would say. Well, that's great. Yep. We can end it right there. Those are great words of encouragement. Jeremiah 29, 11, that's your verse. Encourage anyone listening that's going through difficulties to look that verse up. Thanks again for joining us, Mark, and um, we look forward to watching you play in in your sophomore year as a USF Bull. Go Bulls! Go Bulls! (laughs) Thanks again. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's conversation with Mark, and I hope that you are encouraged now to walk away from something good if it means you can walk on to something better. Don't allow the difficulties and the tough times in life to hold you back from reaching your dreams, your hopes, and your aspirations. I also would like to invite you to join us at DaveAvery.co. That's D-A-V-E-A-V-E-R-Y.co, where you can subscribe to keep updated with everything happening in my life, including my new book that's going to drop later this year. You'll be able to find show notes to all the podcast episodes at that website. And also, we're going to start a blog to kind of grow our community together here at Life Encouraged. Don't forget to like and subscribe, share us with your friends on all major social media platforms, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Life Encouraged Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, rate, and review us. Also share on social media so others can find Life Encouraged.